Hello, you're listening to Monday Night Live with Jerry and Steve, uh, where we talk at each other for an hour about whatever pops into our head. Are you there, Steve? I'm here. How are you? Just great. Still alive. Still alive. Still in lockdown. World I... around me starting to be released. And I'm staying at home because I don't trust anyone else. <laughs> Have you still got that uh, cough? Uh, no, no, I don't have a cough, even though my mother believes that I've always had one. No, I, uh, I, I, I'm surprisingly well at the moment, which is another reason I don't want to go outside, because I don't want to get the Rona. Your mother told, told me that you are patient zero. <laughs> I, I'm patient zero for a lot of things. Mm. <laughs> my grandmother said this week that she will wear a mask forever from now on, and socially distant, because she doesn't like... She likes the fact that she hasn't had a cold for four months. I, I mean, I think it's not a bad idea, really, is it? No. It, 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 it's a little impersonal, I guess, but as long as you're not seeing people that you particularly like in the shops, why not wear a mask in the shops? When you pass middle-aged, do you really give a shit <laughs> about well, pissing yeah. people off? That's a thing. I'm starting well, to find... not give a shit. Yeah, I'm not sure why people would be annoyed if other people wear a mask. I mean, other people are entitled to do whatever they want to do. Well, you get snide comments, don't you? Oh, boo-hoo. Well, that's when you wear the old <laughs> earmuffs. Get the old earmuffs on. Actually, I don't what go you... anywhere without my headphones on, so... Yeah, so what What we're sort of advocating now is, is, is a mask, earphones... Maybe yes. a set of like blinkers, just so you you don't have to look at anything other than the thing that you want to look at. And you'll go quicker and if you're wearing uh, blinkers. You will go quicker. Maybe a whip as well. a, a small jockey to ride you, and a whip. <laughs> and then you'll win the cup. You the, the, the I was I had that set up when I was walking to work about six months ago, and I still heard some low life call me a fucking queer. As he walked past me, so <laughs> well, I'm not sure it works. <laughs> I'm not, well, no, it probably doesn't work, but then you do look like a massive queer, so... Oh, thank you. <laughs> hard to, hard to Coming from you, that. that's a, quite the compliment. <laughs> oh, dear. So what have you been up to? Monkey tennis. Uh, <laughs> fuck all. I have... I got a man in to do some decking. Ooh, I saw the first of your decking. Very nice. Very nice. Yes, I've had a yes. man in too. I yes. have had a man in inside I, yourself. I, in well, not recently because of social distancing. I'm none of the men are that well endowed. Um, Good no, grief! I've had, a, I've, <laughs> I've had a man in uh, to carry on work on my never-ending garage project. <laughs> Has Kevin <laughs> McLeod been around and said, "I don't like this very much." It feels like a grand design. It's gone on for five years. It has. It seems like it, all of my life has been spent trying to arrange for this garage to be converted. Let, into an office. let me just tell tell the listeners: this garage sits on sits sits at the back of Steve's garden, and it's about it's probably a bit larger than a like a room. It's room. Well, it's garage size. You you could get a car into it. 
And the people that have come to work on it so thus far have completely arsed it up from uh, start to finish. Uh, meaning wait, 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 no, Steve's no, hair is going grey. Is is that right? I'm going to stop you there. They haven't asked it up from start to finish because they haven't fucking finished. <laughs> <laughs> start start the middle. Start, yeah, start the somewhere in the middle. So, yeah. But the guy I had today was a different guy and that's been another palaver, getting another tradesman and some more quotes together. It's the most stressful thing in the world, I've, I've decided. Can you just hear the money? Trade people. Like... Can you hear them on some old games when you collect money? You used to make make a little coin <laughs> coin drop, didn't it? Yeah. Is, is that is that all you hear when you when you see these people? Just sort sort of like little coin yes. purse dropping. Well, yeah. It, but all it's, your it's money going bye bye out of my yeah, pulling out of my pocket. The problem that I have is every trade person that turns up does this. I'm going to demonstrate it for you now. They go go. Please do. They go, oh, oh dear! Every <laughs> single one. Oh no! Oh no! no, no. You you are doing what to it? No, yeah. no! You should and just then, knock this down. The one that's like the second one will say, "What has the first one told you to do?" And I'll say, "Well, they said that we should do this." And the second one will go, "That's a stupid mm. idea. You shouldn't do that. That's a terrible, terrible idea. You should do this instead." And then oh, the third one will turn up, and we'll look at stuff that's been done by someone else and go, "Why did you do it like this?" And the whole thing makes me feel like a moron and <laughs> me lots and lots of money. It is very, very annoying. Just for one room, one so, but, outbuilding. But, Two rooms. It's going to be two rooms. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's, it's going to be like my office bit and then a summer room at the front. A, a summer room. That's yeah, so my, I thought I was all that earlier talking to my Deccan guy because I know he goes for a run. He he runs, and uh, oh. I thought I was all that saying, "Oh, I do, I do, I do six k a day." Remember that fail? I thought it was all that. And then he was like, "Oh yeah, that's really good. Yeah, it's 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 quite uh it's quite good when you really get into it. You start getting addicted to it, addicted to it." And then he said that. He's done 50 marathons, and the last marathon he did was a double marathon. No, no, actually, the last last thing he attempted to do about 18 months ago, before he cracked his rib, yeah. was 100 miles. But he, he, wow. he only got to 55 miles because his ribs were broken. What a loser. What a loser. Only 55 miles. What a loser. He said when he gave up, it was the it was two o'clock in the morning. Ah, uh, you just I, couldn't yeah, carry on. I I've seen these sort of things. I've, my friend's dad used to do them all the time. He's now got sciat- sciatica in his back, so he can't do anything. But he used to do um, what was it called? The Brecon Beacons Ultra. Now the Brecon Beacons are mountain range near Brecon yep. uh, in Wales. Uh, that's for the listeners. I know that you know this. Um, mm. So, so the Brecon Beacons Ultra was there's three three peaks right in the middle of the beacons, and you have to run from Brecon about six or seven miles out of Brecon, and then up a mountain, and Christ. then down a little bit, and up the next mountain, and then down a little bit, and then up the next mountain, and then all the way down and back to Brecon. In total, it's about 
22, 23 miles. And then you do it again. And oh. then you do it again. And it's Who are the people that are able to do this? No idea. <laughs> you do it as many times as you can in 24 hours. And, and the one uh, who does the most wins. Yeah, the one who does the most laps wins. Um, oh. uh, there are some people who do it without stopping for sleep. They will stop to have some food, maybe a sit down, and then off they go again for 24 hours. Wow, that is good. I want to be that addicted to something. Uh, it sounds amazing. Have you tried crack? Hmm? Have you tried crack? Because you can get that addicted to crack. I have not tried crack. It's Moorish, though, I hear. <laughs> it's very Moorish. Mm. Very different. Yes, yeah, so I've, I'm, I'm unsure as to why you need a roofer. Did you, always, was... did you always need a roofer? No. Ah, <laughs> oh, this warms my heart. How much is the roofer costing? The roof is costing me £1,200. <laughs> £1,200. Oh, my goodness gracious me. And I'm guessing that's a cost yeah. you didn't know about. That's not a cost I knew about. Uh, we thought that the roof was okay. We thought that the it roof was fine. Uh, once we had already done all of the painting inside, we then realized uh, that uh, the roof was not okay. The roof was very much full of holes, like a sieve. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> everything was getting wet, I guess. Uh, not everything, just just most of the things. <laughs> <laughs> just everything that was dry is now wet. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, there, there were lines of damp on the ceiling. Inside where the electrics go. Oh, so that's good it. grief. Twelve hundred pounds. Lovely. Although, that's great. The man is going to give me a twenty-year warranty, which hopefully by then I'll be dead. <laughs> Why? Hopefully. <laughs> who's who's going <laughs> to? Because I'm pretty sure the garage still won't be finished. <laughs> How long has it been going on for now? Uh, the first bit of work started about this time last year. Oh, good grief. Ish. Maybe a little bit later. August sometime. I you're you're going to be on bloody Cowboy Builders. I, I hope I'm on Cowboy Builders so I can tell everyone about how my builder is a massive cowboy. I buy I a cowboy hat as a it's, for, it's, for when it's he finishes. It's kind of like what happens to me in work sometimes. If I get, if I get to a bit I can't really do... I stop. Yeah, just ignore it. He's <laughs> clearly got to a bit, got stuck, and thought, ah, well, it'll be okay, and just yeah. stopped. Yes. Yes, I think this is the problem. It's it, it sort of, I think he's he's looking at other jobs going, oh, well, I can, I can do those jobs easily. This, this mm. original job, this is quite hard, so I'm going to forget about that uh, <laughs> and uh, focus on, on the easy jobs. Yay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, yes. Oh, good. Well, uh, just so you know, my guy who did the decking, he started yesterday and he finished by lunchtime today. So I hope that makes you feel happy inside. Although uh, a decking isn't that, you know, difficult, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose it's just sort of Lego, isn't it? Just sort of wood Lego. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yes, that is what he said to me. Uh, I mean, I don't profess to know the lingo, but he definitely <laughs> said the phrase "wood Lego." Definitely wood Lego. He also said to me, "Oh, I don't usually do it that good," <laughs> which is a vote of confidence. He also said, "I don't usually do it that square or level," which is just what, lovely. What? Yeah, so, he, he'd done it by then. So, well, I suppose hopefully everything's going to be okay. I put a plant on it, so it looks more homely now. <laughs> if the plant is still there in the morning, it means that it's stayed level. Hooray! If the plant is gone, that means that it's not level. Well done. Yes, 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 yes. Do you think? Do you think we're ever going to go back into work? Uh, well, th- this was on my list of things to talk about today. This was my. Uh, I was going to talk about. You have a list. Do you you prepare for this. You prepare for this. My list started about 15 minutes before we started the podcast, so there's not a great deal of preparation. <laughs> I, I usually have a quick conversation with my wife over tea about movies I've seen, because otherwise I get here and I'm like, uh, I've definitely seen something. Have I seen movies? Or what? <laughs> what is What's about movies? If you want to listen to a decent uh, movie podcast, then Mark Commode and the other man from the BBC are very good. Yes, that's it. Mayo and Commode's movie review, movie roundup, or whatever it is. Commode seems seems to know what he's talking about. I've seen a few of his uh, like documentary type what's it's on BBC Four about how Mm -hmm. movies are made and what who's who who's taking inspiration from where and you know what types of movies there are because there are only a certain number of movies. All the movies are certain types yeah, and they all yeah. copy those types in in inception inception is a prime example because that's actually a heist movie and you wouldn't really think of it oh, as okay. a heist movie but it follows the exact format of a heist movie yeah. now you know fair enough fair enough so are we going back uh, to work ah yes so so this is what i was going to talk about my i went into the office uh, oh my god I went into the office amongst other humans and it was one of the strangest experiences of my life to be honest it was um, the drive-in was weird there was no there was no one on the road so I got from mm. my house to work in about 20 minutes when it normally takes me 40 and I tell everyone in work it takes me an hour and a half because then I can excuse myself for being late <laughs> uh, <laughs> Why break the habit of a lifetime? <laughs> hey, um, and it was it was weird. Town was deserted, and the little sandwich shop I go to was had kitted itself out with a little skateboard to roll sandwiches out to people <laughs> on the pavement. <laughs> and, <laughs> well, yeah. well, one of those small skateboards. Uh, no, no, it's a full-size skateboard. What they've done is essentially they've built a skateboard ramp from the inside of the shop to the outside of the shop, and they put the food on the the skateboard, and they roll the skateboard down the ramp, and the skateboard is attached to a fishing reel. So when the skateboard gets to the other end, they reel the skateboard back in. Please say that they make you... You make you place the order on a tin can on a string. (laughs) 
Surprisingly, no, but that's not oh, a bad idea. God's sake, it's a great idea. At the moment, you have to sort of shout it from the door. <laughs> and you could have it so that it's taught, because it needs to be taught. The line needs to be taught. Yes. And you could have it on a pole so no one had to touch it and just speak you into could it. Do this. You could This is not a bad idea. Oh, I think it's a blooming marvellous idea. Alternatively, you can just use phones. Oh, yeah, but they're faff. They're faff. You just need a bit of string and two cans on a pole. <laughs> Phones are more of a faff than cans, string and a pole. Yes. Right. <laughs> Fine, you I'm live in the future. I want to live in tin can land. Uh, yes, great. So we, it was bad, was it? Is that what it you're was, saying? It was, it was just bad. very bad. It was weird because that city is usually very full, isn't it? It is very, very fun. But what I realised is there's absolutely nothing that I did in the office that I couldn't do at home apart from speak face-to-face with someone. And but, I don't enjoy that anyway. But surprisingly, you you do have daily group calls. We do have daily group calls. I don't dial into all of them. But when I do, I generally regret it. Um, I would hate that. I think it's... I think it's more of a welfare thing. I think they've, they've, they've realised that uh, people sitting at home by themselves all day, every day, is, is not a, not good for their mental health. So they just want to check in and ask them how they're going, I think. Oh, it is depressing. Yeah, it is very depressing. Especially when have... things go wrong. You've got no one to say, God damn it, everything's going to shit. Yes, this is also true of when something that makes you furious happens. Mm. And fury is a very hard emotion to not show to others. You you want to show other people that you are furious. Yeah. And if there's no one around to to say, my God, I'm furious too, <laughs> it just sort of builds inside you like a big black spider of doom. Like... Cancer on the throat. Yes, exactly that. Hmm, wonderful. So you had a nice time. I had a nice time. I don't ever want to go back to work. Neither do I. All the time. I'll screw my fury into a, into a plastic bucket. <laughs> Thank you very much. Into a bucket. I'll scream it into a bucket. And that's where I'll keep my fury. I'll, keep, I'll scream it into a fury bucket. And... Then that's where I'll keep all the theories. Well, I have I have a solution for this. In my in my searching for weird news of the week for Steve Strangies, Steve I Strange. have come across I have come Steve Strange. I have come Steve, across Stevie Strange. Uh, this article. This is called Are You Frustrated in Lockdown? Send your screams to Iceland. <laughs> Iceland, as in the shop or the Iceland, country, as in the country. Listen to this line. This is one of the best lines ever. Iceland is marketing itself as the perfect place to let your frustrations out, as it channels the power of scream therapy. <laughs> what the hell? People, are people struggling with the events of this year being invited to let off steam by recording their screams and having them played over a loudspeaker in a remote part of the country? 
seven <laughs> speakers are being set up around the country for the campaign, and participants can choose locations such as the peak of Festafjall in Reykjanes, wow. Peninsula, and Skokafoss Waterfall. <laughs> so, yeah, what you can oh. do is you can, you can scream your frustrations into your phone, and then Iceland will take your screams and release them into the wild through a loudspeaker. I'm not sure how that particularly helps you. I have but, many, um, many questions, but <laughs> I think I'll go with two. Two questions. Okay. Okay. Is there a charge for the service? Uh, I believe there is a charge. There is a hang on. There's a link. I, at some point, I will click the link and I will I will tell you later. Um, what's the second question? Second question is: Do you get to hear your screen go out live, or do you just send it off and then it's done? I don't know the answer to that question. I these are, these are know. questions. I typed in. I was working on my own. And I typed into a search engine, engine tired.com, and it's a, it's a blank page, and all it says is, tell us why you are tired, and then a little box for you to write in and your email address. Yeah. Is that, did you get any sort of feedback from it, or is it just sort I of... I don't know. I was too frightened to try <laughs> Just sort of semi-intelligent data gathering about why people are sleepy. Yes, I just know. I just know they're trying to read my thoughts. Hang on, I need to put my tinfoil hat back on. Where's it gone? <laughs> Probably next to the fury bucket. So I've I've now located the website uh, for 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 screen. It's a very nice website. There's a big picture of Iceland with a lighthouse, and there's a little button in the middle of the screen that says tap. To scream, <laughs> so you 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 tap the screen button and then you record your screen. And elsewhere in the website uh, is a little play button to toggle the sound on and off. And what you can do, you can turn the sound on, and you can hear whoever is screaming at that time. Oh, so, can you hear it now? <laughs> you can, uh, no, I can't hear it because I've left I've left my sound off. Let me. Uh, there we go. Oh, oh! There's no one screaming. If you want to scream, now's the chance. They've got no one queued up. <laughs> they have no one queued up. Oh, there's multiple different options. This is really cool. Oh, look! There's little speakers. This is a picture of a speaker sitting on a cliff. Which I'm guessing wow. is where the scream comes from. Wow. So yeah, no, no charge, no charge at all. What a scam! Yeah. Well, I'm not, sure, no I'm not sure how they're scamming us, but they are. You're probably there you go. keeping birds away from the indigenous wildlife or something. <laughs> yes. You know, like an elaborate ploy. <laughs> people do have like those gunshots, don't they, in in the fields to keep crows off their crops. Yes, yeah, true. Yeah, maybe it is that. So, have you got any uh, Steve's strange use for us? I'm guessing you have. I, I have a couple of Steve strangers, and one of them ends in a question. Uh, so, mm. this is a Steve Stranger. This is uh, a lady called Jenna Phillips. Jenna Phillips worked as an optician for two years, 
before she decided to set up an OnlyFans page. Oh, now, do you need to be told what OnlyFans is, or should we assume that you and the listening public know what OnlyFans is? I'm aware of what it is. Excellent. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, OnlyFans is a website where essentially people just do whatever they want to do with their body parts, and then people purchase those things. So <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> they record videos. Uh, lots of it is, as some people would call, vanilla. Uh, so it's just sort of uh, sexy pictures in lingerie, that kind of stuff. And then it just gets Jesus. weird and ridiculous as you want it to be. And essentially, people, if they've got a request, they submit a request, and the person says how much it'll cost for them to do the request on video. So right. this is Jenna Phillips. Uh, she used to work as an optician. She quit her job and now earns six figures a month behaving like a dog on videos <sighs> for her OnlyFans page. What? Uh, so, yep. So she started by she did one video where for a for a joke to no request whatsoever, she pretended <laughs> to be her puppy. And she rolled around on the floor like her puppy was, and she fetched a ball like her puppy was, and uh, that was about it. And then she started to get lots and lots of requests from, I'm guessing, men uh, to, to continue acting like a dog. And now that is what she does full time. Full time. So she will post maybe three or four videos a day. Maximum length of about 10 minutes. And, uh, yeah, she charges her fans £16 a month to subscribe to her content. Who's paying pound a month. People have got too much money. <laughs> she, well, she, she says that she no longer has to get naked on her OnlyFans. She just has to act like a puppy. So she did used to get naked. She used to get naked a little bit, apparently. She was doing sexy photos to start with. Then she was doing basically porn. And now she's just acting like a dog. But she said that uh, the majority of her revenue comes from people requesting custom videos. With one follower having paid nearly £1,000 for a one-off. 15 minute piece of footage of her acting like a dog. That is strange. That is odd. That's just. What, one, what's up with people? What? £1,000. Just got too I much money. Absolutely no idea. People are so I bored, aren't they? They must just be really so bored. Depressed. I mean, this is probably a good time to set up a. OnlyFans page, if, if you were so inclined, because everyone's sitting at home with nothing to do. Mm. So, yeah. That's, I uh, that made me feel quite sad. Generally. <laughs> well. Great. That's yeah. just fantastic. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's, that's 
scraping the bottom of the barrel there, Steve. What's the next one? The next one is, uh, have you seen any of the, the stories about Johnny Depp and the court case against, uh, I think it's against the Sun newspaper, uh, on a news group newspapers? Um, it was the Sun, but it's the, I think that's yeah. the company that owns the Sun. Yeah, they run a, he- run a headline saying something along the lines of, Johnny Depp is a wife beater. And yes. he said, oh, no, I'm not. Said, no, I'm not. And here it is. I'm going to give you all the evidence why I'm not. I've now, kept up with it somewhat. The most disturbing thing is to do with her or one of her party pooing in the marital bed. What's this, that all about? This is the story that I was going to say. This is the weird story. Yes. You've got so a like Johnny, Chris <laughs> Johnny Depp decided to end his marriage with Amber Heard after he found a poo in his bed. And the dispute between him and her was uh, whether it was a human poo or whether it was a dog poo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it goes into quite intense detail in the, uh, in the article that I was reading. Um, firstly, it argues that the dog was too small to jump onto their bed, which is which is interesting. Uh, then there's a story about how Amber Heard said that it was merely a harmless prank. Pooing in the bed apparently is a harmless prank. Uh, just for the japes. And then, and I went and found the transcript for this, but I can't I can't actually locate it. But there is a little transcript where. In excruciating detail, in the court, they describe the shape and size of the pool. Uh, that's <laughs> and I don't think I don't think that's ever happened in a court case before. I I don't think at any point in a court case someone has had to describe marital bed feces. Oh, it must have happened before. It must have. Really? Did, did, did you see that he, uh, on the day in question, it was a 30th birthday party, party, and he had gone to see his accountants and basically been told that his $620 million fortune was now at minus $100 million. Gah. Gah. I would be pretty upset if I'd heard that. That is bad news. That is... Yeah. He made $620 million from Pirates of the Caribbean. But where did it he was go? Wrong. He just spent it. <laughs> How do you spend that much money, though? How do you possibly spend that much money? I don't know. He just must be on autopilot, setting stuff up and everything. Private jets, servicing everything. Things that drain money. We've got private jets and servants and mansions, uh, hotel rooms on retainer around the world, that kind of thing. Yeah, things that just recur and recur and recur all the time. Mm. But his his um, accountants just ripped him off; didn't pay any taxes for seven years or seventeen years or something ridiculous. And uh, he was mighty. Up- he wasn't happy, so he smoked a joint and went to a birthday party. And she was <laughs> not pleased. <laughs> she was not best pleased with him. That's is that always the solution for losing six hundred million? Have a joint and go to a party. 
I think when you join Depp, it is. Okay. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. But my... Uh, my I lost quite an equipment before now, and I've been inconsolable. <laughs> Do you remember when our friend uh, got a bonus in work and then left it in the taxi on his way home? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> it's the first ever bonus he got in work. And the lost. a taxi. <laughs> yeah, good fun. So That's why this, you shouldn't be allowed to have a bonus. He shouldn't, no. I should have his bonus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this story about uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, this, this led me to the question of what sort of act... Well, firstly, would finding a poo in your marital bed lead you to decide to leave your partner, for one? And mm-hmm. what, what similar acts do you say your partner could get away with without you deciding to leave them? I, I'm of the opinion that a poo in the bed as a joke is probably a bit far. Yes, it's, it's not funny. It's definitely not funny. And I think it sort of, it, it hints at a side of the personality that I would be very concerned about. Mm. It's just dirty. It is very dirty. How does she not know how dirty that is? <laughs> also, do you remember that girl we used to know who said that she liked water sports? <laughs> yes, I do, I do remember that girl, yeah. And we quizzed her about it, and she said, oh, it was fine, he, he wanted to do it, so we went down to the shower and he did it. He, yes, very nonchalantly. Ugh. What's up with people? The weirdest thing about that story was it was we were just sitting in the pub. That's what I found weird. It wasn't sort of a drunken story halfway through the night kind of thing. We were just sitting in the pub. Just sitting in the pub having a chat. And out of nowhere, I like to be peed on. Oh, great. Thanks. It's very weird. Let's move on. Uh, I... I think that would be a divorceable offence, yes. Goodbye. I think it probably would be as well. Yeah. Cool. We are in agreement. Well done, Mr. Depp. <laughs> what a lad. <laughs> what um, What are you drinking this week, anyway? I'm drinking H2O, yeah. H2O. Nice. I it's refreshing. Yourself. It's good for your oral hygiene. Is it? Yes. Yeah. I I'm drinking probably something that's not. I am drinking something sour. No, no, I'm drinking something called Chicago Shake. Which is a tropical milkshake IPA. Ooh. Fancy. Is it nice? It's uh, the way I haven't had a sip yet. Give me a minute. What's the blurb? That's, that's, I mean, well, it's interesting. It's not bad, actually. The blurb is a cocktail of U.S. big hitters here. Delivers everything from a bright citrus pine and heavy dank Moorishness. Dank. dank, They say heavy dank Moorishness. In combo with a bucket load of actual tropical fruit. 
A luxurious, mm. creamy mouthfeel completes the picture. And who's this from? Uh, this is uh, beer 52, brewed in Belgium. Ah, yes, we like the good beer. It's actually, I mean, I quite like that, actually. It's a bit weird, because mm. the beer itself, it, it tastes really nice. It's sort of like a tropical, citrusy beer. Mm. But it feels more like a milkshake because it's quite thick, <laughs> which is mm. very weird. But mm. I would drink that. I, I, would, I would drink that again. I'm out. It sounds horrendous. <laughs> Big thumbs down. <laughs> no, I'd give that uh, four S's. Mm, that's quite a high score. Yeah. Do you um? Do you have any more Stevie, Stevie Strangies, or is that it? Uh, I think that's about it. I saw one about a man who who swore by uh, Marmite as an ingredient for making his roast potatoes, which I think is one that would split our non-existent what? listenership in two. Yeah. That's so weird. The best, the best way to make your roast potatoes really, really crispy is to, is to use Marmite. Just put a little bit of marmite in the in the pan and zhuzh them all around. No, all you've got to do is chuff them up. Do after and been, after they've been parboiled, just chuff them up. Super hot oil, super hot oil. That is key. Mm. Well, it could be goose fat is usually quite good, which is yeah. hot. Yeah, when you get your crispy potatoes, you need you need a hot. I uh, use semolina on mine. I use semolina. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. That's just... Uh, that's not real crispiness. It's just semolina. It's not real. Uh, just chuck them up. Yeah, no, but once you've chucked them up a little bit in the pan, a little bit of semolina on the top, it super crispy then. Hmm. Nice. It's good. It's good. Do you want to play Rotten Th- the Rotten Tomatoes game? Uh, Yes. Yes, let's play the Rotten Tomatoes game. Anybody that's not listened before, if anybody out there is listening, and I doubt <laughs> as you are, uh, this is a game where I give Steve some Rotten Tomato reviews, and he has to guess what the film is. And this week, we're starting with number the one. Really? Here we go. One of the greatest slashes of all time. Clever, scary, funny, and loads of memorable characters. Uh, is this is this um, scream? It is. Well Yay! done. That's got a seventy-nine percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes, and you get an extra point if you can name the year. The year of scream. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give it to you if you're within a year. Within a year. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Uh, it's, it's, okay, two years. It's mid nineties. Uh, ninety. How old would I be? Ninety four. Ninety four. Ninety six. No, come on. Give me the point. Give you me the point. point. You can have a point. You can have a one point. Yeah. Well, so it's two points. Next one. It yeah. is one of the. This person gives it four out of five stars, from Steve D. Ooh. July 
5th of July 2020, which is weird because it's a very old film, and it goes thus. It is one of the stupidest films ever made. It is also one of the most entertaining with a great cast and great cast of characters. It, this is going to be something. It's going to be one of like the eighties uh, comedy films. No, I've um, got another. I've got another one. Another critic review for you, audience uh, review, because that one's a bit okay. cryptic. This is from Jack H. He gives it three and a half stars out of five. Okay. It may have to force itself at times to be what it is, but Blank is an exciting space disaster movie with exploding sci-fi set pieces. Loading sci-fi set pieces. Space disaster movie. What mm-hmm. what space disaster movies are there? Uh, is it is it a is it a comedy? No. Oh, it's got Liv Tyler in it. Oh. Uh... She wasn't in Deep Impact, was she? Is that space? No. Oh, you're space. close with Deep Impact. Oh. Um. Oh, I don't know. I I don't know the answer to this. I'm sorry. The theme tune know. is by Aerosmith. Oh. No, I do know this. But I don't know... Uh, Bruce Willis stars. The name of it. Yes, I know it's got Bruce Willis in it. I know this. And I don't know the name of it. The Earth is going to get exploded. Oh, uh, has it also got um, the, the the really big uh, black guy who was in Green Mind? Yes, it does. They fly on a little spaceship and they go and land on something and they blow it up. I keep thinking it's a deep impact. <laughs> I think that's a similar storyline, isn't it? It's a very similar storyline. An asteroid. It's not deep impact. <laughs> no, I'm quite sure. No, I don't know. I'm going to have to give up and I'm going to kick what myself. The theme song like? What does the, the Aerosmith theme song go like? Well, uh, I don't know. Close your eyes. I don't want to miss a thing. I don't want to miss a thing. That's it. Oh, yeah. Um... No, I don't know. What have you got got on the end of your shoulder? What's on the end of your shoulder? The end of my shoulder? Yeah, what's on the end of your shoulder? (laughs) What's attached to your shoulder? Which end? What what's attached to your shoulder? Um, Armageddon. Yes, that's yes, it. That's it. You got it in fifteen. Well done. Hey, uh, that's a good song by Aerosmith. It is. It is. Nobody can deny it. Okay. Don't want to go Garrett D gives this three and a half stars. Ben Stiller rummages through his bag of tricks and slaps a coat of paint to Tony Perkis for one of the most over-the-top and hilarious villains in contemporary comedy. Dodgeball never... Oh, God, I've done it again. I said the thing. <laughs> 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 I was going to say that this is 
Honest it is dodgeball. Well done. Although I was going to get that one because I think it's the only film that he has played a villain in. Oh, it can't but, be. He's done so much. What else has he played a villain in? 2004, that is. God, that's a long film. time ago. Two, like 16 years ago. Hmm. If that was a person, they could almost drive from it. Yeah. What's on the other Quite right. That makes me feel very, very, very old. You are old. You know, something, something like that I heard this week that made me feel very, very, very old indeed. Well, uh, we are as far from the release of E.T. than the release of E.T. is from the end of the Second World War. That's a stupid fact. <laughs> I hate it. And I hate that you've said it to me live on this podcast that no one listens to. Yay. Hope that's well, so okay. It's it must be eighty one, E. T. is it? Uh eighty two, I think, E. T. Christ. I think it's eighty two, yeah. That film was really confused and alarmed me as a kid. It's the really? bit of the this it's the bit at the start when they're in that house and just weird things are going on. Oh yeah, that's because ET is now. He's not though at the start. They're just all everything's weird in there anyway. Yeah, <laughs> just shot really weird. Really strange. Is, once again, one of the films with John Williams did the uh, the music. He seems to have done all of the music for all of the films in the nineteen seventies mm. and eighties. All the most memorable. And, and, and since then, actually. I, I just clicked on his name and he has done what looks like all of the music for all of the films yeah. ever. On the BBC on the proms, they usually do a John Williams night, don't they? They do. It's good fun. Yeah, it's really good. A lot of, of Star Wars stuff, uh, Close it's, Encounters. It's stuff that the proles know what it is. Because the proles only watch TV because the proles have no brain in their head. And I'm one of them. I have no brain and I'm happy for it. <laughs> I'm happy for it. The proles will watch Latin Night of the Proms in order to, to sing the Rule Britannia song and wave their Union Jacks. Land of Hope and Glory and all that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's not Rule Britannia. That's Land of Hope and Glory. Yes, yeah, so it is Land of Hope and Glory. Sorry. I knew what you were talking about, even though you got it wrong. <laughs> this is so, yeah. the most, the biggest egg on your face moment, the, the biggest <laughs> egg on your face moment on this podcast since I said dodgeball in a movie review. <laughs> uh, yes. If someone said I could pull my brain through my own nose, I would. Let's do that. Wait, what? <laughs> Uh, in order what? to no brain, that would just be great. Let's let's just do that. It would. Um, I often think that being a vegetable would be quite nice. <laughs> sort of a warm comfort in... Uh... Yeah. Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of painkillers. Yeah. And just someone playing nice music and keeping me warm. It would be lovely. But you probably have some sort of you know, Kara who has no GCs and wants to listen to rap. Uh, yeah, I mean, then I'd probably wish myself and them dead, but maybe I wouldn't care enough. 
brain didn't work. <laughs> what's what's that weird film where that there's this guy and he is really really rich and he hasn't got he's been burnt or something and he can't move. Oh. Uh, you'd want to be that guy because he's rich enough to have a butler and such. Yes, yes, you'd want to be able to pay for the best care ever, mm. uh, and then not have a care in the world. And the Although, boss off. Hooray! Yeah, but I mean, if you're that rich, you're that well off, you can have a nice life even if you're not a vegetable. So hmm, Maybe. I don't think Jim Carrey's very happy. Well, no. But he's probably happier than he would be if he was broke. Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. Um... <laughs> So what have you been watching this week? <laughs> uh, I have watched the new uh, series of The Sinner uh, on Netflix. It, we've seen episode one. It was very, very good. The good. first series was about a woman who just randomly killed two people on a beach, like very gruesomely. Uh, that was a great series. Uh, the second series was about a boy who kills some people. And this series seems to be about more people killing people. So, yes. Ah. Big thumbs up. And guess who's in it? Who's in it? The president from Independence Day. Oh, yeah. Uh, Him. Um, Bill uh, someone. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's great. He's got a massive man beard. Sorry. Man beard. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fair enough. It's a good, it's I will, I will have to it's keep a good show. What have you been watching? <laughs> uh, we have been watching White Lines. Have I talked about White Lines? No, still watching White Lines. Still yep. watching White Lines. It's quite good. It's a bit of a slog to get through it. Uh, oh, yeah, that doesn't sound very good. Just, well, no, it, it's still very good. The reason that it's a slog is it is quite violent in places and it's not particularly lovely to watch Um, and I don't massively like house music there's quite a lot of house music involved Hmm. that that makes it a bit difficult for me it almost feels as though I'm being punched inside my brain when I listen to (laughs) heavy thumping dance music so that does make it a little bit hard Hmm. But I have also watched uh, something that uh, is complete and utter garbage. Oh, good. Uh, is, prob- is probably worth a watch, which is The Floor is Lava. Have you seen the adverts for The Floor is Lava? No. Essentially, what happens is they create a big uh, scene where the floor is lava and people have to jump from one side of the room to the other side of the room and they can't fall in the lava and that is about it i don't understand have you heard of the game the floor is lava yes but is it is it a film or is it no, a no, tv it show? Is a tv show it is a tv show they're less than half an hour each and essentially you have three teams competing for £10,000 
the the team who gets the most of their players from one side of the room to the other side of the room, uh, the fastest. We could have come up with that. We could have come up with that and sold it. Come up with that. A bajillion dollar dues. Yeah. And I mean, it's terrible. It's it's utterly awful. But you do get to see people jumping from a giant stool to a table and smashing their face and falling into lava, which is always good fun. Um, Sounds great. Yeah, it's sort of like. Do you remember Takeshi's Castle? Yes. It's so. Is it is it Chinese based or? No, it's American. It's hosted by the guy who uh, was the original host for US Top Gear, which was a very odd link as well. Yes, yeah. But, oh, yeah, yeah. It sounds ridiculous. It's American. You get to see people hurting themselves, and that's about it, really. We could have come up with that. We definitely could have come up with that. What about, right, what about British Bulldog? I quite like British Bulldog. You could do a series on playground games. Yes. So you Marbles. Could do that. You could do Marbles. You could do Conkers. Pogs. Pogs. That's the other license to do Pogs. Pogs. Uh, you can do Hopscotch, but instead of on the floor, it's like 40 feet up in the air, and if you fall off, you hurt yourself. Yes. Uh, yeah, that kind of thing. Playground game. I like it. Hide and seek. You could do hide and seek. Oh, mob. Was there anything more fun than mob? Mob. I used to love mob. I think, I I think, just, I think just mob. <laughs> just just a show called Mob. And if you... Juge it all up so it all looks swanky. Yeah. Put a really excitable commentator over the top of it. Chris Kamara. <laughs> yeah. And off you go. have you seen these videos on YouTube now that are getting millions of views of the marble racing? Oh, uh, yeah, on the, like, the sand and stuff. Well it, well, it started on the sand. They've now got, like, they go to different countries around the world and build little marble tracks in, like, stadiums. That's insane. And then film them and have a really excitable commentator <laughs> shouting over the top of it. And they get millions of views. Millions and millions of views. Like they're, they're like sponsored by, I don't know, I think it's Esso or Castrol GTX or something like that. How do they film it? They, they just have multiple cameras pointing at different parts of the track. Huh. And they like edit it all together at the end. I'm guessing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, feel I, like, I quite I feel like, like there's a fortune to be made out there. You just need to do something stupid. Yeah, stupid is and to be the way to go. Quite hypnotic. I think people think. I think yeah. people like hypnotic things, or people being hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and if you can combine the two, you're on to a winner. Quiz then. I did watch something recently, which was essentially uh, a game of tag. Um, you have you start on 
one side of like a massive big obstacle course and you have to get to the other side of the obstacle course and then they release like one of the professional tag players <laughs> who, who comes chasing after you oh the pros in the the pros, yeah, the pros are here who's a professional tag player well these people have been employed to play tag so them they are professional tag players <laughs> In our, game of, in our game of mob, we should definitely do celebrities. Yes, definitely do celebrities. I think the playground games idea is not—it's not a bad one. I, I think there's no one's going to watch people play pogs. Not pogs, no. But they'll watch them play like British bulldogs, or they'll watch them play hopscotch. Hopscotch when the hopscotch thing is forty feet in the air, and you get to fire balls at them. And I think some of the tiles should randomly fall away. Yes. One is just completely covered in, like, the washing up liquid or grease. Mm. So, and you don't know which one. Uh, Yeah, I like that. You could have someone playing hopscotch while someone else answers questions. And if they get a question wrong, one of the boxes disappears. That's a good idea. And it's, it's, it's got to be incredibly long, and it's got to be the first team across, surely. Yeah. Yeah, you just do like an extra long hopscotch thing. Um, yeah, I think I think there's there's mileage in that. I'll put a pitch together for Endemol. Do it. They'll buy anything. They or Netflix. Buy anything. Let's target Netflix. They'll buy anything. <laughs> you can make it in a, like a warehouse somewhere. It'd be fine. Yeah, well, we don't have to make it. We just have to pitch the idea. Well, true, yeah. But I think it's got to be cheap to make, otherwise they're not going to be interested. You can put it in a pub car park. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, well, I think that concludes our podcast. Uh, thanks for listening, if anybody has been. You've been listening to Wednesday Night Live with Jerry and Steve. That was um, then. This is now. Have a lovely weekend, everyone. Good. Oh, there it is. I thought you'd gone then. <laughs> Good. But anything to add, Steve? No, I don't think so. Just everyone keep safe. Don't get the Rona. Stay indoors. Wear a mask. Don't. <laughs> don't forget <laughs> to wear a mask now that we've got enough of them. Definitely wear a mask. <laughs> and. Actually, as a public service announcement, if it's not covering your nose, it's pointless. Goodbye. Ta-da.